Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Eric. And this For the is the second time in a row. Right. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. All right. So Miles isn't here this week because uh, Eric and I have been working on a project uh, that Miles is kind of on the receiving end of. He gets credit for it. Yeah, no. Totally. He, he helped he de- it. Yeah, no, he gets super credit uh, for it, but he is receiving one of the bottles as a gift. Yep. He doesn't know that, wink, wink. Right. Uh, for uh, Eric's wedding. Which is in 13 days. Which is very exciting. So, yeah, thank you. All right. So we're bottling it today. So or we're trying to. It today. Yes, trying to. Uh, we built a new, or you built a new contraption. Yeah, I built a uh, counter pressure filler. And it pretty much works. It does. Uh, we, gotta, we, got, we, we have to tweak our process a little bit. I think so. Figure out if we need cold bottles, warm right. beer, what, where right. is we're, the... we're going from relatively cold beer to room temp bottles that have just been sanded. Yeah. And... We're running into some overflow issues. We're Nothing too issues. terrible. It's foaming issues. Honestly, yeah. if we if we did it in stages, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. And we will. Especially since we're purging the bottles first. Exactly. All right. So besides that, what uh, beer things have you been up to in the past week? So really, I haven't done much other than think. Um, I've got a laundry list of things to do for the wedding. So my actual beer and or homebrewing things have been all conceptualizing of what I'm going to do after the wedding. Okay. And really, I really, I don't necessarily know if you can brew a perfect homebrewed IPA. I think I've finally reached that. Why not? Just, I think there's too much dissipation of freshness and hop aroma and flavor, like 14 days from kegging and or bottling, mm-hmm. especially bottling. Um, and I'm almost giving up on that mission. What after- if you did everything under pressure? Well, that would have to be with you every time, and that's fine. Uh, yeah, so there's that. I yeah, I mean, that's something we can talk about off air, but I just really, really want to hone in on a really good IPA recipe and just brew it and see what happens under pressure, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, other than that, we do need to come up with a, well, we kind of have come up with another recipe for that beautiful barrel. That beautiful, beautiful barrel. Which has produced beautiful results that are in front of us. You know, we were a little worried, uh, and we'll get to that in just a minute. What have you done beer-related? Beer-related? Well, I've been fretting over this damn barrel. Uh, And uh, besides that, I went to the Renaissance Festival yesterday. Okay. And had a really good time. What did you drink? uh, A lot of Shell's Oktoberfest. Not a bad beer. Uh, Shell's is like the unofficial beer sponsor, maybe the official beer sponsor. I don't think they actually vocalize it or uh, advertise that they are. Yeah, of the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. And they have, there's there's like Shell beer tastings, um, and this past weekend was their Oktoberfest weekend. Oh, so they actually were throwing a bit of a party. Yeah, uh, so we played a bunch of Hammerschlagen. Oh, sweet. Uh, listened to a bunch of polka music. That sounds awesome. It was it was great. I did the chicken dance at one point during the day. Oh, boy. <laughs> you were hammed. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I go in costume every year, and... Uh, we start, you know, we start... Did we you st- drink any mead? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Those bees, though. I went in August, and it was Bee City with mead. Really? Now, I think if I went when it was a little colder, like you did, uh, you could drink all day without any bees. Oh, right, well, we... Well, you have a bee problem. I don't know Ooh, why you have a bee problem. I've been stung but... four times this summer. Well, yeah, that's that's your problem. And it's not that it actually hurts the initial sting. It's the itchiness of the venom inside yeah. the wound. yeah. It's and they're all actually wasps that have stung. Yeah, dicks. bees don't sting. Wasps dicks. do. 
Because they don't die after they sting those jerks. I know. They just keep stinging like assholes. Yeah. Uh, No, so uh, this was actually one of the better years that we went because it was nice and cool. It was like 60, 65 all day. Perfect for your outfit. Oh, just absolutely beautiful. Uh, Usually it's a little on the warm side, but yeah, no, so... Drank a lot of good shells beer and hung out, and then we went to Patty's afterwards, and oh I boy. had some always, always a good time. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was a good day. A good uh, but homebrew wise, uh, I have a bunch of fresh hop that I've been trying to figure out what I want to use. Uh, I'm thinking just like a smash, yeah, and go for it. Single malted, yeah. Pick your favorite yeast strain for a pale or an IPA. I'd almost go English, mash low, and hope for the best. Yep. That's yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. No caramel be... malt. No. What is this? This is this is homebrew round. We don't appreciate caramel yeah, malt fuck here. Fuck caramel malt. Yeah. yeah unless you're Miles. Just kidding, Miles. Stupid Miles. <laughs> we miss you, Miles. Yeah, we miss Feel you. Feel better, buddy. Yeah. Get better. All right. Um. Oh. So, man. All right. We have. About 25 minutes to fill, and we're going to fill it all with talking about this stout in front of us. Sure. So let's start with uh, conception. We've we've kind of talked about, we've given the recipe before. Uh, it's been brewed once. It's, it's been brewed once, but yep. we've we've been talking about this beer since we brewed it back in June. Late June, early July. Yeah. It was before the 4th, so yeah, late June. Yeah. Um, wow. No, no, it went into bottles in July. Or uh, in barrel. Barrel in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was brewed in June. It was it was brewed. Uh, it was brewed late, of late May, early June. All of August, in fact. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's so mind blowing. We we've been talking about this beer for months, and finally we have the finished product in our hands. Yep. Uh, so let's just kind of recap. Brew day. How did that go? Okay. Um, we had some issues with. Uh, the refractometer and temperature of the wort going on to it, which we had to overcompensate with some DME for, which is mm-hmm. fine. We hit our gravities. We hit our flavors. It's fine. Um, brew day was whatever. It, it worked. We hit really efficient mash for what we had. Our pH was great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, brew I mean, day, we got a lot of wort. We got yeah. like 12 gallons of wort. And oh, we're down we, to, we're so probably much. down to about 11. Yeah, after spillage and dumps and spillage and we we had like a half gallon of each of the split batches left over that we ended up tossing just because yeah. we don't need it and it wasn't barreled. Yeah, and we don't need like the final the final beer is what 13. So coming out of barrel and everything, it was 1.040 as an FG. That's as high as some of Casey's OGs. <laughs> um, but it, it equivalates to about 12.8% alcohol by volume. I'm thinking with whatever maple could have fermented in there, it's pretty close to 13. Yeah. Uh, and guess. whatever it'll pick up from the barrel and right. stuff like that. Well, that is with barrel compensation. Oh, okay. The right. base out was about 10.2. All right. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, about 13%. Yep. And you don't need just all of it. Nope. Um, okay, so uh, we we did the brew day. Uh, what was the recipe? You have the you have yep, a recap. So of the recipe. I pulled out what I believe to be the recipe. I could be wrong. It literally could not be the, exactly this. There's mm-hmm. renditions of this recipe. Um, so it is roughly eighty five percent pale ale malt, or two row, or golden promise, whatever you decide to use. Um, a pound of midnight wheat, roughly a pound of roasted barley. Roughly a pound of special B, roughly a pound of chocolate malt, and this is pretty basic actually. Uh, about three quarters of aromatic Munich malt, uh, 
roughly 0.65 of Kara 60, 0.65 Black Barley, roughly 60 uh, Krafa 3, half a pound of 120 Lavi Bond Caramel Malt, and then some dark Belgian candy sugar. So this is definitely the old recipe. Yep. That's okay, though. Yeah. Uh, do we put any it's, candy sugar? Nope, we didn't. Yeah. So that that is omitted. So the recipe is effectively the same. Numbers have changed for batch two. I actually can't pull it up right here. I don't know why it's not letting me. That's fine. And yeah, no. So, but that uh, I mean, that's pretty close to pretty what we actually what we brewed. Did. All right. And so base beer, um, when we tasted it, Big, big chocolate notes. Are we talking pre-barrel? Pre-barrel. Yeah. Pre-barrel. Big ass chocolate. All of the chocolate. Slightly roast. Yeah. Um, And then now we have it post-barrel with maple. And so we ran the issue we ran into with uh, with this was we added the maple. Actually, I I honestly wasn't present for the adding of the maple. You were drunk as fuck. I I was hosting. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad at you for it. It's fine. Oh yeah, no. I was, and I was a little hammered. There was, yeah. there was a lot of so we, going around. In retrospect, we probably should have heated the maple in like a saucepan, um, and broken down some of the complex sugars to get some of that buttery, like um, what you'd pour over your pancakes type of mm-hmm. syrup notes. And right now we're getting like straight from the tap syrup notes. I mean, not that that's bad. I, it's we have it in front of us, and. Yep. Um, we're drinking more of the heavier mapled version because a lot of the maple settled out into the keg. We use potassium sorbate to ensure that we would not have any explosive re-fermentation. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, that's that's fine. But anyways, it initially, that first sample you pulled from the barrel today it was, was crazy straight, syrupy. straight maple syrup. Yeah. It was like maple syrup, 80, 20% stout. Mm-hmm. Now, where we have it, it's like 80 stout, 20 maple. Which is where we want it. Where we want it. Coffee strong. I think it'll go into bottles really well. Yep. I think it should be perceived well, too. I, I Problem is, is, I always shoot for the stars, and I actually shoot past the stars, and I end up on a planet that I shouldn't. Um, I don't get left behind, like Mark Watney. Right. But um, I think it's awesome. You know, I, I I think this has exceeded uh, expectations for us. Uh, but yeah, no, so I was... This is your first really big beer, right? This is my first massive barrel-aged beer. That blend that just happened there? Yeah. All right, yep. so the... Yeah, no, so the so the first issue that we ran into was... we were, I was pulling samples uh, all this week and the last week. We were getting ready for this, because I'm force-carbing it. I just put the coffee in. Pre-coffee, I tried it. I, I pulled a sample and I like bottom of the dipstick to bottom, be noted. Bottom of the dipstick, and so it's just syrup, and I'm really worried. I'm like, this is not going to be good. This right. is terrible. Right. And Eric is like, no, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's super syrupy. It'll be fine. I'm like, okay, whatever. Add the coffee. I'm hoping some of the bitterness of the coffee will cut the sweetness of the. Uh, of it's the a maple. really sweet beer. It is, uh, but the coffee does help. Yeah. It really does. Uh, I think too we are we are blending the stronger maple portion with the actual what's going into bottles, mm-hmm. and it's still super sweet. Um, but I think the actual final product will come out yes. dynamite. Do I think it'd win awards? I think it's too offensive to win an award. You think so? Yep. I don't think anyone would understand what the hell we were thinking. I I see. I don't know. I feel like uh, in the final product, the maple and the coffee are both. Um, well, the the coffee is a little strong. In the final right, product, right? Uh, but I feel like, given time, that's going to taper off. Well, two weeks that'll be completely subsided. Yeah, if not all the way. I think honestly, if, if I think we don't I think a year down the road, 
This is going to be an amazing beer. Jesus. You're willing to wait that long? It won't change. There's I think no it will. yeast. No, but... Uh, flavors will meld. Flavors, flavors will mellow. melt. Yeah, yeah no, sure. it's... If, Are you willing to hang on to one for a year? Yeah. Okay, me too. Uh, I, I, like, think, I, I think... Honestly, like, I get, you know, a few bottles out of this one. I'll save most of them mm. for a year. You get a lot. Yeah. I think at the end of this whole day where we're at right now, I think it'd be best to bottle it tomorrow, most likely. Let it carve up just mm-hmm. a little bit more. Because even right now, it looks like barrel-aged dark lower than a glass, which is <laughs> no carbonation anyways. But it does have a spritzy mouthfeel. Yeah, no, it, it Given has the thickness, that, that carbonic acid uh, bite that we're looking God, for. Though, that maple coats the mouth. It's nice. Yeah, anyways, we can dive into those notes in a minute. Yeah. But, um, I think... Process wise, uh, this this beer sat in the barrel for a month, month and a half, mm, seven weeks ish. Yep, six weeks. Uh, it really picked up those booze notes that we were right. looking for. Uh, right, that, and I think batch two or same batch, which is in barrel right now, is going to get a nice uh, bourbon, vanilla bean, Madagascar treatment. Mm-hmm. And I think we should actually let that one go till the end of October in barrel. I think so. Two full uh, weeks or two just full months. Get get that. Super barrel character, and we don't. This one we don't have to sorbate it. So this one we can bottle carbonate, and I think it'll come out better. Yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, this whole this whole process of us trying to learn how to uh, bottle uh, from a keg on this beer may have been a mistake. We should have done a smaller beer to yep. learn how learn on first. To be fair, though, I think these mistakes that we well, not necessarily even mistakes, but roadblocks we've hit. Have made us better brewers. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, batch two, this will be. Oh, it's going to be spot it's on. It's happening, and the base beer, I'm really proud of. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it's super chocolatey. It has. It's not overly boozy. It's one of the better imperial stouts. Like just drinking this, and this isn't because we brewed it. But it like, might be a little bit because we brewed it eh, slightly, but when I go and buy a shelf imperial stout, like if you go grab that Fulton beer up there mm-hmm. and you open that and you put it side by side with this i think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how good this actually is like c- compared to a commercial example yeah. but i mean does it stand the test of time we'll Overly. find out yeah exactly we will find out though i i do think this has the body and Mouth the abv nice. to to age well should as should. long as yeah we're gonna get them waxed and we're using the oxygen caps yep so we should be just golden god all right, so let's talk about what this beer, what what notes we're actually pulling out of this beer. You want to start with appearance? Yeah, let's start with appearance. And motor oil. Yeah, uh, like literally. I'm holding it up to one of our studio lights, which are five like very bright lights. No light passing box, and there's nothing. Not even a not, smidge. Not even a ruby red <laughs> hue. Not even a brown note. It's straight fucking black it, midnight. Yeah, black as SRM of like a hundred. Yeah, no, I'm it's, okay with that. Yeah, you you can't. There's there's no getting through this beer. Yeah, which incredible. is what we were looking for. Yep. Um, when it does have a head, it's a delightful mocha mocha head. Yeah, dark burnt coffee roast head. Yep. Uh, which dissipates fairly quickly, which is to be expected. You, you would expect that if you poured Bourbon County right now. I guarantee there'd be no head after about two minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, and just when you have this ABV with the viscosity of the maple on top of it. And the coffee, the acidity the coffee, of the coffee. And the oils from the coffee. Yep. You're not going to get any head retention. Mm-mm. As long as it tastes and feels carbonated, we're fine. But uh, let's think of this nose here. 
And this is a blend of the maple, the the pure maple bottom of the keg with the final product. I'm getting maple in the. I nose. get straight breakfast. It's a, it's it's on balance for sure. Um, uh, coffee. Yeah. Um, and that's really it. Maple, uh, coffee, whiskey, a slight bit of vanilla. There's some chocolatey undertones. I'm, like, I'm picking up the chocolate, not really the whiskey and the vanilla. Oh, that's I get that of... straight oak whiskey tannic note right at the end there. It's a little harsh. Oh, there it is. There it is. But it reminds you it's 13%, so you don't fucking chug it like it's chocolate milk. Which we've that's been what doing. doing. <laughs> God damn it, Casey. Uh, this isn't my fault. This is yours. You're the one. Hey, let's brew a big beer. How and let's it? make it drink like 5%. Right. And then let's pour goblets. Oh, uh, I already drank that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured I have to drive us to Pitchfork later, so I should. Yeah, you're wise, <laughs> smart man. Um, yeah. So the nose. Uh, what is this? Where you wanted it to be, or is it a little off? Um. So, like I said, I shoot for the planets beyond the stars. Yep. So I've always got the loftiest of expectations, and a lot of times I need to taper them and bring them back down to earth, and realize we're home brewers on a five gallon system. Um, with syrup that we've never tasted before pre-barrel. So um, it's it's close. It's super close. This syrup has a little bit more of this dark fruit complexity mm-hmm. um, in the sweetness where it doesn't taste like buttered chocolate chip pancakes. So, well, and it tastes like like plummy. The, the, the way it was explained to me is the syrup that we used um, is grade B syrup. Which is what you want to use. Which which is what you want to use uh, because it has more of the long chains and it's it's stuff that's that's too uh, too dark, too heavy to use with or as like actual like breakfast syrup. Sure, sure. Uh, so the long chain sugars, they'll stick around in the beer a little bit longer. And right, that's what which is why we have some in the bottom. Yep. And which and which is what brewers want to use because it really makes those maple flavors stick around. And I think what we'll do next time when we make this beer for batch two, which we should probably just do right around January and fill that barrel again, is I think we should take the rest of the syrup and put it in the boil, like yep. you said, and ferment see what, what we can out, yeah. see what happens, because science. Well, and, and yeah, there. I mean, and there's enough in there where we should... I mean, and this is close. This is this really is close to the close. product I wanted to achieve. I think this is a product that my groomsmen and my best man, Miles, will see the time, the love, the energy in making it. They may not fully love it as much as, like, Stout Heads would, mm-hmm. but um, they should definitely see the quality. Oh. I, I'd really, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm curious to see what Strandy's going to say about it. Yes. He's he's honestly the opinion I care yep. to hear. I mean, I care about Miles' opinion for sure, like do, but he hasn't had Morning Delight. Mm-hmm. Strandy has. Strandy's had KBBS, Morning Delight, and SR71 as of recent. Um, that'll be interesting. And I can smell it from here. I can actually pick up on the whiskey, the dark fruits from here. I can pick up on the maple from here, the coffee from here, and that's 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 Mike to glass away. That's impressive. Yeah, and uh, my entire kitchen now smells <sighs> like maple syrup, dude. So, <laughs> all right, uh, let's 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 get it. Uh, this we've done aroma, we've done uh, appearance. Let's talk about what you know the meat of the thing, what it actually tastes like. Sure, go for it. Start. Um, first thing I get is like maple coffee right away, just all of it. So if you sit down at a farmer's table for breakfast with, you know, just tap that morning maple syrup, that's this. Yep. With a uh, freshly ground roast simmering away on a burner, 
you get that. And then you have like this chocolate chip pancake feel. It, it's starting to really come together as it warms. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little cold when we were drinking it. Yeah, well, it was in the keg that it's been sitting at, uh, you know, 45 degrees for... Yeah, for a week. Yeah. Um, I'm loving it as it warms more. Um, and as I drink. The, the only... Uh, it the 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 back end of the beer is is slightly tannic for me um but you're going to get that with um barrels and roast yeah um there's there's, there's a just slight there, there's an astringency note, astringent coffee note too yep. um it tastes like breakfast in a glass mm-hmm. and i think mission is a success oh for sure like and if this was a hermes mission <laughs> we would somebody's been reading we'd, the Martian. we'd be coming back to earth right yeah. yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm really really excited. To I like see. it more where we're at today, where we're sitting right now, talking about it, than I did when I walked in the door. Okay, I was a little scared. Well, that's because I had been sending you terrified text messages all week. Oh, well, even first it's taste, syrup. I was it's like, okay. whoa. First taste, I was like, whoa, he's right. It's pure maple <laughs> at the bottom, like we, all the maple settled. We we pulled that that half gallon off. Yep, and got to the actual beer. Yep. And there was still the maple character there. The coffee was a little overwhelming, but as it warms up, it really melds together. Sure. That maple starts to pop out. It could win an award. I think if we submitted this in a local competition, we would do pretty good. Um, I'd be curious to see how we did in like a national competition. I, 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 think, I think we would make it to at least second round. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, viscosity's good, mouthfeel's good. It's sweet. It's not cloying, though. The only thing I would be worried about is undercarb. Yeah, it definitely needs another day, which is why I think we shouldn't bottle the rest today. That's fine. I mean, we're going to bottle one more just because I want to see how yeah. the cold does. Yeah, but, no, no, for and sure. Then we'll, then we'll drag it down here and stick it back in the... Yeah. I think you should just give it gas for another 24, even 48 hours. Yeah. You can honestly even gas it the rest. We can bottle it at my place. And we'll, uh, we'll stack the... Uh, well, what we'll do is we'll stack the that. bottles in the fermentation chamber and then it'll be nice and cold and I can just bottle them real quick and make Carlos help me cap them. Carlos? Oh, he's not here. No, he's not here. But he's he'll upstairs. Do it. Yeah, he'll do I'll it. I'll buy him Skittles. I'll give him a beer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it'll be winter, fun. Winter, chicken dinner. Right? All right. Uh, so, yeah, mission success. First barrel-aged beer for you. Fourth for me. Um, I think it's the best I've done. Awesome. I think I've nailed it. I think I would not change much about the base beer recipe. I think the base beer recipe is maybe spot on. a splash more roasted barley. I think we're good on the roast. You I think really so? do. I really do. The astringency is there. I'm it's... trying to cut the sweetness, and I think maybe just maybe maple for a day, and then sorbet. Yeah, that's an idea. Too. I. I'm really curious to see how it'll turn out in the boil because then we don't have to worry about sorbet at all. True. And if we can skip the sorbet. Do you that, think sorbet has a actual? I don't know if it has an actual. Does it destroy flavor? head retention? No, 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 not even flavor. Oh, it might destroy head retention. There we go. There's that. But I think that the coffee and the maple are going to destroy head retention way more than the more sorbet oats. ever will. More oats. More oat. I could see just to try to build up those long chain proteins. A little bit of flaked wheat too. I want the mouthfeel even more though. Yeah. If I could change it just a hair, it would. You be think it's you think it's a little on the thin side. Little, no. I would say if you ranked it out of 100, it's like an 80 out of 100 on mouthfeel. I think it's slightly thin. Okay. So, beer burps are good. Right. <laughs> uh, if, if we, uh, so if, if we're rating this uh, from like the BJCP guidelines, it doesn't fit. No, I, I mean, I mean, like on, on the out of 50. Sure. 
Oh, to 50. Oh. Or, yeah, no, on, on, the, on their scorecard. You know, 50, 50 points is the max. Like a 44? 44? You think That's so? High. That is very high. That's yeah. ridiculously high. Yeah. I was thinking like If a you go in specialty wood age category, I think it scores like a 44. I think if you go Russian Imperial style, it scores like a 35. Oh, yeah, no, not a Russian Imperial at all. Nope. Uh yeah, American Imperial maybe, 41, 42. But yeah, no, it's a specialty for yeah. sure. But I don't think Morning Delight scores a 50 either. Put mm. it that way. True. I don't think honestly there isn't a beer in my life I've had that would score 50 in my opinion. For any beer. Yeah. There isn't. I mean, that, even Westy 12. Westy 12 sucks. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Westy 12 is overcarbonated quad juice. <laughs> it's no, it's seriously it's it's got this rubbery weird note. I like West C twelve, but never would I seek it out again. Never again. Nope. There are better quads in America. Do we stick that beer in the fridge? Good question, Aguado. Should we All end right. the episode and we check? We should probably end the episode Cheers and check to that. that out. <laughs> oh man, I gotta find the All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for listening to the ramblings of people who've been drinking 13% stout all afternoon. Day drinking. Yeah. Uh, and we really enjoyed this barrel project of ours. And honestly, we hope you enjoyed listening to it and maybe got some ideas to start some of your own. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you have any uh, questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, head on over to... Patreon.com? No? No, hang on. I got the wrong thing. Oh, questions, comments, show ideas, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And that's about it for our show this week because I don't know if I can get out any more straight words. So see you guys next week. Cheers. <laughs>